Good morning, everybody. It's your boy Sorte J. You're listening to Sorte South Podcast, episode 12. It is early in the morning, August 12, 2022. I'm in the building finally. I want to welcome you guys to this welcome back party. Uh, this is a fun episode that I'm real excited to get out. It's something that I've been planning for a little while, uh, ever since the summer began, because by June, I was just like, oh, God, I got to put out something. I got to figure out something to talk about. But uh, I was busy working on this theme. I didn't realize how hard it was to create a theme song from scratch. I'm talking everything from the sounds to the instruments. You have to know the name of these instruments. And apparently, I don't know. I love music, but apparently I don't know instruments and the names as well as I know music. So I was all screwed up with that. I was on Google and I would speak inside the little microphone, making these instrument sounds, trying to figure out what it is I'm looking for. And it was just a nightmare for a couple of weeks with that. I, I felt like I had to go to music class and learn these instruments. And then finally I could start creating uh, these beats on my uh, laptop. And uh, it just wasn't getting there. And I didn't want to come back with an episode and the theme isn't right you know i'm a bit of a perfectionist so i was trying to make it sound as as nice as i wanted it to it wasn't so i gave up i gave up went back to youtube uh and that's that's where i've been lost for these last couple of months uh youtube things got busy after march 20th it was the last episode that i was able to record before my brother officially got got married and he got married april 8th and the last episode i put out was the 20th so uh my ass had to do so much catching up so much uh uh time in virginia going back and forth he ended up having an awesome wedding i'm glad you guys still stuck around i was still doing the movie thing reviewing them locking them in on letterbox posting up videos asking questions i was asking a lot of questions during that time some of these questions aren't even going to make it on the cut i'm going to i'm going to be honest all right but the questions that are going to make this cut i asked you guys recently where were you when you first saw ghostbusters this was a lot of fun you guys participated in that this this was a a, a nostalgia question for me because i i have bad memory as is but Ghostbusters is one of those movies where I'll never forget seeing it for the first time and how it made me feel. I love it. Uh, actually, guys, if you've seen the movie From Dusk Till Dawn starring George Clooney and Quentin Tarantino and a, a few others, and if you have seen it, describe it in three words and one emoji. This We got kind of creative on this one. We're going to share those answers. And uh, I wanted to keep it on George Clooney and Quentin Tarantino. These two, I think, are the stars. They are the main characters of From Dust Till Dawn. So I wanted to keep it with them. And I wanted to know what are the first movies that come to mind when you see or think of George Clooney and Quentin Tarantino. Um, you guys you guys gave me a whole bunch of answers. Uh, we have 
uh, quite the community here on uh, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, the film community is spectacular. You guys continue to uh, uh, make me happy to be on Instagram and uh, talk about movies. You continue to have conversation, you continue to uh, collect and watch movies, grow your collections, your knowledge. And it's just an outstanding place to be. And one reason why I'm happy to be on Instagram is because I am part of the Letterbox Challenge on Instagram with my homies, Ashley Nicole Pond, Brandy Wood, and Katie Bloomberg. You need to check out their, their pages. Uh, we have a Letterbox Challenge. And what it is is that we are trying to have the most movies watched and logged in by the end of the year. This is something that we started earlier in the year. It's up for grabs. Anybody can join. All you got to do is just follow the accounts. Check them out. Uh, Ashley Nicole Pond's Instagram is Colorado Killer Queen. Brandy Wood is B underscore Rexinator 88. Katie Bloomberg, she's a podcast host, host of The Witching Hour, host of so many different shows, but you can definitely find her material and content on popping underscore the underscore popcorn. Check out the group, okay? They have a horror group called The Witching Hour where they cover so many different uh, kind of horror movies. They've been watching a lot. You can find them and add them on uh, the underscore witching underscore hour zero zero. All of this is on um, Instagram. Uh, I'm sure I'm pretty sure they're on Facebook. Um, so you can find them there. I really suggest you guys follow them. Yo, these these are some awesome movie fans, great collectors. They have so many awesome things that I didn't even know existed. Talk to them. All right, so diving right into the questions, where were you when you first saw Ghostbusters? Uh, some of you haven't seen it. I'm a little surprised. Let me see, two, four, five. Uh, two out of the five people who answered this question haven't seen it. Um, I mean, I'm a little surprised at ABC Danielle FGH for not seeing this movie. Because she's a huge fan of podcasts. She's a huge fan of movies, right? What happened? What happened? I can't let you slide on this one, homie. I'm going to have to find you at work and kick your butt. Even though you come at me for not knowing uh, good tasting beer, <laughs> I'm going to have to come at you for not seeing this movie. We got to change that. Blu-ray Sim, never seen it. I'm slacking, bruh. It is all good. We know you've seen some movies, a lot of classics, your movie knowledge is it's through the roof. We respect it. You're OK, in my books and you still need to see it. You need to make it happen. Colorado Killer Queen said uh, my cousin's basement. I, I love watching movies in the basements, actually, uh, especially the horrors. So good one right there. Max Heart Attack Grundy, another one who has seen it in the basement. He said he saw it in the 90s. In the basement, it randomly came on TV and he was instantly obsessed. Me too. VHS days. I was uh, in New York. I was like maybe seven, eight years old. My brother, he would bully me. We would watch this movie together. He would push me on the floor every time they got uh, scared of that ghost in the library. And brother was a, uh, he was a bully like that. Um, OP underscore OE 102 or Pariah Joe 102. This is my guy. Shouts to New York. He said he saw it probably in 94, 95. Q Gardens, Queens. He used to watch it all the time with his mom. Uh, shouts to Queens, man. That's actually where I'm from. I was born in Far Rockaway, raised in Long Island. So I shouts to Queens. Um, yeah, man, watching it with the moms, man. A lot. I love watching movies with my father. 
I can understand the love that you have there watching it with your uh, mother. Uh, the next question uh, was, if you've seen From Dust Till Dawn, starring George Clooney, Juliet Lewis, uh, jo uh, did I say George Clooney? Uh, Quentin Tarantino. They have a lot of people in this one. Um, you have uh, Sama Hayek. Awesome movie. 60% of you said you have seen Dust Till Dawn. 40% of you haven't. Uh, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Some people that said they haven't seen it, like my homie Craven. Come on, TC. You're a huge horror fan and you haven't seen From Dust Till Dawn. I'm going to be delivering a lot of butt kickings uh, 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 this week because uh, some of you guys are really letting me down. You know what I'm saying? You're letting me down. But to those of you who have seen it, I ask you guys to describe it with three words and a emoji. B underscore Rexinator 88. Her three words were hilarious, surprising, and fantastical. With uh let me see. See, I don't, I'm not too good with the emoji language. Um, I'm gonna say it's a red sasquatch. I use the same emojis, uh, B underscore Rexinator 88. The same four emojis, the fire emoji, the praying hands, the dab hands. Um, and let me see what else. Oh, the laughing faces. Uh, I use the same ones over and over again. So, um, outside of that, I, I, I need to get up on my fluent language of emojis, but, uh, she said hilarious, fantastical and surprising with the red Sasquatch. That's a good emoji right there. Miss beauty queen, my homie, she couldn't control herself with the amount of fire that this movie is. And she just gave me three emojis, three fire emojis that I could not agree with anymore. RP underscore Joe 102. The three words he used was the fucking best with a fire emoji. My guy, absolutely. Blue Ray Sim sent me feet emojis. Originally, I thought he was kicking himself for not seeing this movie. So I was prepared to go into this and share his answer uh, one way. But then I was just like, why the feet emoji, my guy? And he simply sold me. And, and I learned something today, Sam. So thank you for teaching me yet again that Quentin Tarantino has a foot fetish. I had no idea he had a foot fetish. It all makes sense now because all the images that surfaced online uh, of him signing feet, touching feet, rubbing feet with Santa Monica Pandemonia, a.k.a. Sama Hayek, sticking his, her toes in his mouth for a long time. All of it makes sense. And I'm, I'm just learning this now. Like I was today years old when I found out that Quentin Tarantino has a foot fetish. I'm going to have to go back and watch some of his other movies to see if uh, there was any, any feet-related references. Um, I've seen Dustal Dawn. I love this movie. I said vampires, blood, and action with a bat. Um, I'm, pr I'm pretty corny when it comes to um, those things. Uh, so keeping it on George Clooney and Quentin Tarantino, the stars of uh, From Dust Till Dawn, what's the first movie that comes to mind for you guys? Colorado Killer Queen, From Dust Till Dawn and Batman, Regal Winchester Art, The Perfect Storm, Two Sides of the Story podcast, Batman and Robin, Blu-ray Sims said to Karate Kid 2010, <laughs> Michael Mann underscore IAC from Dust Till Dawn, Rural Parari 102 from Dust Till Dawn, and Old Brother Where Art Thou. I haven't seen that one. 
I haven't seen that one, but uh, uh, all the rest of them, uh, I've seen the Karate Kid in 2010. I don't remember Joe Clooney in that one, Blu-ray Sim. Uh, the Perfect Storm is fabulous. From Dust to Dawn, you already know. Batman and Robin is fabulous. Um, I need to check out Old Brother, Where Art Thou? Uh, same thing for Quentin Tarantino. Royal Pariah says from Dust to Dawn, he thinks that's Quentin Tarantino's best role because he was a sick mother effer. He sure was. <laughs> you remember when he asked him, uh, he asked the uh, lady that they kidnapped, you want to come with me inside the room and watch some TV? Like a creep. Uh, <laughs> I love Richie, though. He was a really, really good character. Colorado, she says Django or Pulp Fiction, Regal Winchester Art, Reservoir Dogs, Michael Mann underscore IAC, Pulp Fiction. Same thing for EJ Max, 2806 and Two Sides of the Story podcast. Makeup and Metal, Makeup underscore N underscore Metal. Check them out, yo. Kill Bill is the first movie that comes to mind. Blu-ray Sim, he said Feet. <laughs> he said Feet. Uh, I mean, Inglorious Bastards. This is the second time that Inglorious Bastards is getting brought up and 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 thrown at me because Colorado. I talk to Colorado a lot. This is my best friend, y'all. She's been telling me a long time that I need to watch Inglorious Bastards. Is this movie fire? I need to know before. I mean, it's too late now. I already bought the damn thing and it's coming in in like two days. Uh, is this movie fire? What do you think of Inglorious Bastards? And if it's worth it on DVD, you know, she says it is. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. She put me on to another movie last year, um, The Omen. She says it was great. I gave it a two out of ten. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Um, so this letterbox, um, whatever I called it on Instagram when I was hyping this up, uh, this is I I've watched a lot of movies already this year. I think like 188 as of August 12th, as, as of today. Um, it's in the morning, so uh, that's going to change. So if you see more movies, don't be mad at me. All right. I'm uh, watching them. Sometimes I forget to even log my movies and then I got to go back and, you know, do it. Um, but I'm I'm better than ever now. I remember I used to watch a lot of movies and my guy Blu-ray Sam used to always remind me that, yo, log your movies, son. Yo, log your movies, dog. You know what I mean? What you doing, baby? So uh, I, I think I have a pretty uh, nice routine of I watch a movie, review it and log it on uh Letterbox, uh, which is the greatest thing ever. If you guys don't have a letterbox, you really need to consider getting one where you could, uh, you know, review movies, rank your movies, rate them, uh, create lists, uh, uh, set up movie watches, remind yourself on what movies that are coming out that you want to see. It also lets you know where you can find these movies and stream them. So letterbox is a really, really cool um, app. OK, all the movie heads in the world. You will enjoy this one. It's only $10 for pro. You want to get rid of those ads. So get rid of those ads. Give them $10 for the year. And then you're all set. But what I really want to do, I'm sorry about that, guys. My computer is not connected uh, to the battery and uh, it's it's dying. But we're going to finish this episode anyway. You know what I'm saying? It's the welcome back episode. Uh, it's me, Saute J, right here. Episode 12. Uh, this letterbox, um, whatever I called it, bash, uh, breakdown thingy majiggy 
um since march 20th i want to go over um not all the movies that i've seen i want to just uh quickly share with you guys 10 movies that stood out to me the most some of these i have seen already i just rewatched for the very first time such as the faculty the faculty is my movie right here this is a great coming of age movie it's a sci-fi that revolves around students in a school i forget where they were they might be in illinois or something like that and um you know it revolves around these students who start picking up on strange behavior among not only the other students, but the faculty, the staff, and they're trying to figure out what's going on. What's what's the strange what started this? And they begin to uh, put together the pieces and they come up with aliens. Now, it's a very uh, unpopular opinion because there's only a few of them who actually meet up and discuss what could possibly be going on with the staff and the rest of the school. So they kind of have to uh, stay together to figure out how to eliminate uh, this threat and things go back to normal. Um, All-star cast, Josh Hartnett, Elijah Wood, Famke Jensen, Clay Duvall, um, Robert Patrick, Sama Hayek. Everybody's in this movie, man. Um, uh, Dwayne Martin. <laughs> uh, I can go on forever. Uh, I love this movie here, man. Uh, this movie might be a perfect 10 in my eyes. Um, I reviewed it. It's up on Letterboxd. Add me on Letterboxd uh, and, and let me know what you think of the review. Um, another movie that I really like. This this isn't in any order. These are just movies that uh, I watched, revisited from March 20th. You know, I'm trying to trying to catch you guys up on what's been going on, what's been circulating in the uh, in the Bay. Uh, another movie that really surprised me a lot, and I didn't discover this on my own. My father actually told me about it. It's called Fresh, starring Sebastian Stan, Stan, whatever. <laughs> um, I was really impressed with this movie. I was impressed with the acting. I was impressed with how it came together and the creativity of the story was, was, was different. Um, it's like he's uh in the underground world um working as a chef which i appreciate but not what he was cooking he's a cannibal um very much hannibal lecter like and he's making money he's cooking body parts and making some <laughs> delicious looking food like his plate presentation is through the roof okay each plate goes for about 30 35 000 Unless you're unless you're uh, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, you you can't afford this crap. Thirty thousand dollars a plate, man. He has a beautiful house. The guy that's uh, uh, kidnapping all these people and, and and slowly killing them. He's not just chopping their bodies up immediately. He's taking care of them, preserving their health because quality over everything. Which is why he's making thirty thousand dollars a plate. Which is why he's paying his bills. So he doesn't just kill them. He he takes care of them, gets their body healthy. And, you know, he's chopping off butt cheeks, <laughs> fingers and serving up these dishes. So little by little and eventually you will end up dead, of course. So that's what he's doing in this movie. And it's called Fresh. He likes, you know, it's all about the quality, premium meats. And I guess human beings will pay a hell of a lot to consume one another and i think this movie has some hidden messages to it but one thing i liked about this is that it just went a completely different direction once things didn't uh go his way 
uh, Sebastian Stan turned up. So he showed me some range on this one. I love this a lot. I logged in and reviewed it on Letterboxd. Definitely check it out, man, and uh, let me know what you think. Um, let me see. Uh, there's been, been a few movies on here that I revisited. Uh, the Mummy, um, Too Fast, Too Furious. Those are, are two of my favorite movies of all time. I like Too Fast, Too Furious. I'm a huge Fast and the Furious fan. I love the franchise. Even though they've gotten go overboard a little bit, uh, I still like the franchise. Too Fast, Too Furious is the second one. They weren't overboard yet. They were still racing. They were still, you know, um, um, about that vacation life, chilling in Miami, barbecuing, jet skiing, uh, uh, guys, girls, shirts off, getting a tan. That's what this movie, this vibe is like. Um, so this is my favorite movie out of the franchise, Too Fast, Too Furious, because of my guy, Roman Pierce. But um, two street racers, they have to infiltrate uh, a kingpin who's selling drugs, uh, who has cops in his pocket. And they have to pretty much go undercover to figure out what his next moves are and eventually bring him down. Tyrese, Paul Walker, even Mendez. Uh, everybody in here, if you guys have seen Mortal Kombat Annihilation, yeah, you know, I'm gonna have to mention this movie somehow, some way. The guy that played Raiden is in this movie as the uh, head detective, so yes. Uh, so Too Fast, Too Furious was one that I loved, and I revisited that, and um, I, I definitely would check that one out. Uh, same thing with The Mummy, uh, Brendan Fraser, Rachel Weiss. I love this movie a lot. Arnold Voslo, he was Emotep, he was a great antagonist. I love how they break down the history on how each uh, antagonist became who they were. They do that with all of them. I think they even did that with the Tom Cruise one. So I like seeing things like that. They like to keep up and pay homage throughout the years and, and tell you a quick little backstory. I think that's important instead of us having to figure it out with Easter eggs. So, uh, But The Mummy, the first one, um, uh, uh, was the ultimate adventure movie in my head. Uh, great special effects, very funny takes, awesome action sequences, very creepy, a bit scary, bit bit terrifying. Uh, this is a fun movie, man. I loved it. I logged in and reviewed it on my letterbox, so definitely check that one out. Um, another movie that I revisited was the Evil Dead remake. I, I, I'm sorry, but this movie is the best take on Evil Dead. Uh, I love the original one. I love Evil Dead 2. Um, but this one here, man, was done perfect in my eyes. I give it a perfect movie. It was the most insane gore uh, that I've ever seen. This movie was evil. But what stands out to me is the transfer of power from the woods to Mia. Poor Mia. She goes through a lot, but she ends up coming out on top. I reviewed this movie and locked it as well. Definitely check it out, guys. All right. So to go into some movies that I uh, haven't. Uh, seen before that I didn't revisit finally uh old old um that was one movie that I haven't seen before that I checked out on HBO Max my guy world will talk Chris B Daniels definitely check him out on YouTube he has a YouTube channel he's reviewing shows movies he's not just talking about those shows and movies he's talking about everything uh credit how to own a business relationships this guy is very bright and he knows his shit um, but he told me that that was one of the best movies that he saw last year in 2021. I finally came across it recently on HBO Max. I was like, you know what? Let me check it out. I loved it. 
I thought it was very interesting. It was uh, it wasn't a slow burn, but it was like uh, uh, it grew on you as the movie went on. I kind of felt like I was getting old watching this movie, and um, it was very interesting, man. I, I liked it. I reviewed it as well. It's on my letterbox. Shang Chi was another one. I was surprised that this movie was as great as it was. If I knew it was going to be this good, I would have taken my butt to the movies and seen it on the big screen. I wish I did, but you know what? I'm not upset. I have it on uh, DVD Blu-ray right now, and it's added to the Marvel collection. I love the action, the kung fu, the story. I love how it all just came to life. It kind of gave me uh, an action fantasy type movie. You know, uh, family had to come together to really eliminate this threat. And uh, yeah, Shang-Chi, man, is one of my favorite Marvel movies of all time. I really did not expect it to be as good. I seen the trailer and I read reviews. People said it was good. Um, Some people said that they wanted a little bit more Kung Fu. I think I got enough Kung Fu. I got a lot of it and uh, martial arts. Uh, I like the way they were able to mix in the mystical powers and the Kung Fu. I thought that was brilliant. It looked beautiful. And um, I definitely recommend this movie. The Black Phone, the one I saw recently, Ethan Hawke, he plays a magician kidnapping kids. And I think he tortures them and eventually kills them. So when he continues his um, run kidnapping, um, um, I think his name is Finn. Uh, Finn ends up in a room in a basement downstairs of uh, uh, Ethan Hawke's house. And sorry again about that, guys. My my computer just loves making noise. Uh, so Finn is downstairs in Ethan Hawke's home, and he notices that a, a, a black telephone keeps ringing, and he realizes that there's nobody really on the other end, but he hears the voices of this killer's... Uh, what is his name? I think his name is the Boogeyman, but that, that's definitely incorrect um the bog monster i don't know um but he realizes that it's the victims of ethan hawks that's trying to pretty much guide him out help him escape and at first he doesn't know what to expect he thinks he's going crazy but realizes that you know these kids don't want the same thing to happen to him and one of his good friends is is in this movie and he becomes a victim so and that was sad this movie's great um i knew this movie was going to be good it had those vibes to it, um, and and I enjoyed myself. I went to the movies to see this one, and it was good. I logged it, reviewed it. It's on the letterbox. Um, another movie that I really liked. This is we got two more guys. My bad. Letterbox Madness. That was the name of it, by the way. I just saw it on the uh, gram. Letterbox Madness. Uh, <laughs> mm. Quick little coffee sip. Uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. I love this one a lot. A lot of people reviewed it. A lot of my homies, a lot of my Marvel fans, my Marvel homies, they did not like it. They did not like it. And I'm I'm surprised. I'm really, really surprised because these these recent Disney Marvel movies have had a lot of comedy in it. You know, no matter how serious the situation is regards to our hero um in regards to how how uh crazy the antagonist is the villains they always have a lot of comedy just over oversaturated in these recent marvel movies you know um endgame was the start of it and and 
honestly, I liked Endgame a lot. I'm not gonna up, I'm not about to come up here in front like yo, I didn't really care for Endgame. I loved Endgame. Um, it's not my favorite Infinity, uh, uh, it's not my favorite Avengers movie, Infinity War is, or maybe Captain America Winter Soldier. Uh, but I didn't care for I wanted Thor to do a lot more in Avengers Endgame when he went back to Ragnarok because you know it's Thor. <laughs> so in Thor Love and Thunder, I had the same expectation. I was like, yo, I want him to obliterate. I want him to be, of course, funny, because now I think Chris Hemsworth has bodied that character and has become that character. Very similar to Robert Downey, very similar to Hugh Jackman, um, very, very similar to a lot of other guys that reprise their roles. So in Thor, Love and Thunder, I wanted all of that. I didn't want too much comedy. I got a lot of comedy and I got to say it worked. It worked. Uh, Natalie Portman was hilarious. <laughs> Korg was hilarious. <clears throat> uh, all these characters in these movies, the Guardians of the Galaxy, something's wrong with Nebula. You know, they were in it for not that long, not that much. But, you know, Drax was able to squeeze in something. <laughs> and Nebula, something's wrong with Nebula. I think I think uh, Nebula, the Nebula is hot. I said it. I, I love that that cyborg machine. I would wife it up. I would wife it up. Call me Krillin if you want to. I, I really don't care. She got to walk that that outbeats a lot of a lot of them. Uh, but overall, Thor Love and Thunder was hilarious. I think my favorite part was the introduction of Zeus played by Russell freaking Crow. Oh, Jesus. I didn't. I, I have to watch this movie again because I didn't. I wasn't able to take it all in because Russell Crowe was feeling so good as Zeus. He was untouchable, doing tricks with his lightning bolt, uh, holding council meetings to to tell people about orgies, and it worked because that's all Zeus did. He he clipped goddess goddesses, and then he came to Earth and uh, was spreading seeds, creating little demigods. So it worked that that we got this version of Zeus. A lot of people would say, nah, that's not who Zeus is and things like that. Hey, listen, if you if you know your history, your Greek mythology, you'll know Zeus. It was like that. Zeus was always, you know, having unprotected sex. He was always feeling good, banging goddesses, coming down to earth, banging humans and going back, being a horrible father. And that's exactly what Zeus was. They just made it a little more exaggerated because it's Thor, love and thunder and Disney loves making the comedies. So uh, uh, Zeus, when he called, <laughs> he called Thor baby cakes because Thor was so concerned <laughs> with taking out the God Butcher. And Zeus was just like, he was just like, yo, it's all good, baby cakes. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I love this movie, man. It's, it's, it's up there for me. It might be in my top five. Uh, I do like my superhero movies to be a little more serious, but when it's time to get that comic relief, y'all, I think Thor and Love does that balance perfectly. So definitely check it out. It's reviewed and logged in there. Uh, Sicario is the last movie that I'm going to be talking about. Then it's a wrap. All right. Sicario. Uh, Sicario is uh, starring Emily Blunt, Benicio Del Toro, uh, Josh Brolin, uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Uh, yeah, you know, you got you got so many people in here. And uh, this movie is brutal. This movie is violent. Um, it involves all kinds of stuff. I don't know if you heard that noise. That's my guy, Crispy Games. I'm about to take this call live. You know what I mean? Yo, what's good, my G? What's going on, bro? 
ain't shit man i'm actually recording live right now um my podcast episode i'm getting ready to uh include you on it the whole conversation bro you're the first person to call in on the show how do you feel right now chris b yo i'm all good bro i'm all good you know what i'm saying can't wait for this next movie review what you reviewing next uh, I don't even know yet, man. I was looking through my collection. I'm like, I'm not sure. I might have to go out and get something new. You know what I mean? But uh, we'll see. Meanwhile, old brother podcast. What's up, man? Hit me up. Uh-oh. Yeah, he's trying to work with you. Maybe maybe they don't want to work with you. Maybe they think uh, you're, you're, you're a superstar with all this uh, YouTube that's going on right now. Nah, we'll get him eventually. And shouts to Mike. Shouts to Dan, old brother podcast. Shout outs to these podcasts. You know, you got Pop Pop Boy, you got Colorado Killer Queen. Mm. Uh, you got Mike from Old Brother Pod, Old Brother Podcast. Jay, hit me up, boy. That's right, yo. I'm going I appreciate you, Chris. Yo, thanks for calling in, bro. You're the first person to call in onto the podcast, yo. <laughs> no problem. You're the man, yo. I'll talk to you soon. All right, man. Peace. All right. That was my guy, Chris Daniels, that I just body slammed my phone. Uh, the first person to ever call into the podcast. I am very happy. It was completely unplanned, unscripted. I swear to God. Um, yeah. So as you know, we're we'll talk. That was him himself, the man, the legend, Chris B. Daniels. Give him a like, give him a follow, subscribe to his show. He's teaching. Okay. He's not just uh, uh, sharing with you reviews of shows and movies. He's also teaching credit teaching giving relationship advice the guy's brilliant you know what i mean give him a follow on instagram and facebook as well join his group let's talk about it all on facebook instagram crispy daniels 8815 it's a wrap um that's episode 12 uh we pretty much had a lot of fun with this one we covered so much we spoke so much you guys participated film community i appreciate y'all uh, I want to remind you guys to uh, like, subscribe, follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat at Sorte South Podcast. I'm posting up the movie reviews. I'm making funny faces. I'm, um, you know, throwing up music. I love music. I'm posting up different things that I collect, action figures, DVDs, all of that stuff. Coffee mugs, cruise ships, whatever it is. Uh, give me a like, give me a follow. Um, all the questions as of to like like today's episode will translate onto this podcast. So uh, check my story out. You know, um, participate in some of the polls. Uh, 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 participate in some of the games. Uh, make your voice heard. You know, I want to still want to know where you guys were when you first saw Ghostbusters. I want to know if you can describe to me if you've seen From Dusk to Dawn. If you can describe that movie to me with three words and an emoji, still let me know. Just because the podcast is out and it's done, does not mean the game is over. So give me a like, give me a follow on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and Twitter at Sorte South Podcast. Check my YouTube channel out. I recently posted up my latest video. I added to the Bengals family uh, movie character dive. That's not what it's officially called. I don't know what it is, but to me, a banger isn't just a movie or a DVD. 
it could be anything it could be a fire collectible item it could be a movie character that you like it could be a place anything could be a banger man as long as it's fire so i spoke about my favorite superhero of all time the amazing spider-man i just pointed out why i think he's best why he's my favorite and some of the things that he does extremely well that's just flat out amazing that he is well deserving of that title the amazing spider-man guys i'm sorte j this is sorte south podcast episode 12 thanks for sticking around thanks for listening y'all peace